Dispatches, a production of Blurb Inc., is an in-depth look at those living artistic lives. Each episode will feature photographs and audio interviews with narrative pioneers who have taken creativity and publishing in their own hands. From artists to authors, photographers to philosophers, Dispatches will reveal the faces and foundations of those who lead the creative way. Hello, everyone. This is Dan with Blurb. I'm incredibly fortunate to be in Miami, Florida today with uh, an incredible artist, uh, Edouard uh, Duval-Carrier. And how are you doing today? How do you do? I'm doing just fine, and I'm even better because last night I got a first chance to look at, really get into some of your work via your site and a lot of the press that was written about you. And it's a pretty, it's a pretty remarkable journey that you've been on, and it's a, it's a privilege to be here. Well, thank you. You're flattering me. <laughs> and, and I think one of the best parts of my job is I get to go into the physical space where people like yourself actually work. And that's a, this is a remarkable space. I don't want to leave, actually. I was wondering if I could rent one of these rooms. <laughs> so well, well, well. you are a painter and a sculptor and a curator, but I also read someone describe you as a revolutionary. And I'm wondering, one, how you feel about that, and two, is a title important to an artist in today's world? I doubt that. Uh, one has to take uh, decisions and one has to uh, sometimes push certain envelopes, but all, basically one has to do uh, exactly one has to, what one feels is right to do at any point in time. Um, there is a lot of information around. There is a lot of uh, politicking going around as well. Um, and one has to try to, to figure it out one way or another. So. Basically, I mean, I'm just a researcher, basically. A researcher. But there's a, there's a political aspect to your work, and there's obviously a political aspect to the art world in general. And is doing the right thing always an easy thing to do or a challenge? Well, what is the right thing? I mean, this is the question. I mean, in the art world, at the contrary, there are no set rules. There are no, I mean, today you take your keys and you throw them on the floor and you can create a whole discourse about art on that, which is as valid as any other. Um, I personally uh, um, I am still, you know, like uh, trying to figure out whether um, painting on easels, I mean, even though I try to bring, in, bring all sorts of new things to it, uh, is that still valid? Um, Personally, I still believe that the power of the image is, 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 is quintessential to, 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 to the art. So if an image has, has some sort of uh, powerful uh, or some portent or whatever you want to call it, I mean, it's, it's, that's what's important. The, whatever the material is, mm -hmm. whatever the, the, the way you do it, you know, I mean, and, and it's, it's been very clear that uh, boundaries have been crossed left and right. I mean, photography, painting, I mean, you know, like you include whatever you want. Sure. You know. The show across at the Cultural Center has photography and mixed media yeah, and painting. Absolutely. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, I mean, uh, I, and I particularly believe that, you know, like any form, you know, like as long as uh, the, that there is a message, that there is a con content, that there is a form, you know, like all of, all of the above, it counts, you know, like in adding, you know, like checkpoints to, sure. to, to whatever the art is. What, at what age were you when the idea of being artistic became a conscious decision? Um, hmm. I've always been interested in the arts, and it's always fascinated me, uh, especially young. I lived in Haiti. I'm from there. Yes. And I got to know the, um, the so-called first generation of, 
of very naive artists, primitive artists, whatever they call. I mean, I, I thought they were brilliant, a lot of them. And uh, they informed me in my work uh, from the beginning. And I felt that, you know, like somewhere along the line, uh, because they were called uh, naive or because they were called primitive, whatever, I felt that it was uh, by somebody like me who went to school and stuff like that, take, take up their cause and take up their, you know, like, and, and show the world that there was absolutely nothing. I mean, they might have not have been tutored. They not, might have not have gone to, you know, like to Harvard or, or RISD or whatever great sure. uh, art school there is in the world these days. But they had something to say and they were, you know, like analyzing and criticizing up to a certain point their environment. And uh, I felt that they're, they're, they're even though very naive and very, you know, like, I mean, childish in their childish way. I mean, they were like giving a big slap to the Haitian government by painting very orderly paintings, very pristine, you know, like very clean uh, sure. artworks when their environments was, you know, like as further away from that as could be because they lived in total squalor, they lived in, you know, like in a mess, you know, like, and all that, all was due to, you know, like very, very na nefarious politics, you know, nasty politics. That's a wonderful word, nefarious. I, I think <laughs> about that a lot uh, in the, the circles that I get to run in. You said something a second ago about an artist having something to say, and I've always thought with photographers, and I come from the documentary side, mm -hmm. the best photo documentary photographers are people that always have something to say. And they say it in whatever truthful way that they think they can say it. Do you think that that aspect is something that connects great artists? Is that they just have something, they're, a point they're trying to get across? Now, the question of, you know, like great, bad, good, you know, like mediocre, whatever art. I mean, that's, you know, like I, I, I do not like to thread on those kind of grounds. Um, I know what I like. I know what uh, I think is important. I know... And I've sometimes, you know, like maybe that's why I'm a, possibly these days a curator, because I feel that, you know, like uh, a, I have a, a way of looking at certain things. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's an important way of looking at things uh, or maybe I'm self, you know, like aggrandizing myself. But at the same time, one has to, you know, like have a point of view, uh, a, you know, like understand the arts. And I think that, you know, like who better to understand art than an artist himself? Sure. So, you know, like that's why I launched myself in, in, in the art world. And I don't really try to figure out uh, uh, if the discourse is up to date or if the discourse uh, of the artist is, you know, like what is, you know, like of the latest, you know, like uh, uh, as long as they have something interesting to say, uh, at least if there is an authenticity, you know, like in, in, in the language or in the form that they're doing. I mean, that's what I look for myself. And sometimes I feel people get lost in, in too much, you know, like verbal, you know, like concoctions, which sometimes, you know, don't mean sure. anything in the end. When you started to become an artist or you thought about art as sort of a life, uh, as a life for you, was there a lot of encouragement from the people around you or was this something, and the reason I ask is that a lot of people that I've run into who are, who are very creative at some point in their, at some point in time in their life were sort of discouraged to go down that path for more, quote, serious endeavors? Uh, I, well, I mean, uh, my family was, uh, I mean, my, my parents have always been, uh, I mean, big supporters of the arts in many, many ways. I mean, they obviously didn't want it for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, they were never encouraging nor discouraging or anything. Okay. Uh, 
And I felt, you know, like to be truthful to them. And it's really, I mean, there, were no, no, there was no pressure uh, uh, from their part. On the contrary, when I went to school, I mean, I did uh, go into the art field. And I realized, you know, like, I mean, that it was too restrictive. So if I was going to learn something, I might as well learn something completely different and continue my art in whichever way I wanted. I mean, and I realized early on in that when you go to school, it's just to do research. And okay. I'm still doing it. You oh, know? that's great. <laughs> it never ends. It never ends. You're living in Miami now. You've been here for quite a while. Are there certain places or people or things that trigger your creativity? Uh, I mean, I think it feeds one. I mean, once you've started, you know, like so you've thrown the ball, and wherever it takes you, that's where it goes. Of course, you know, like, I mean, there, there are thematics that, are, the, the, that I'm interested in. Um, at the beginning, when I started, you know, like it was trying to put, you know, like two and two together, you know, like in the, in the colonial, you know, like in, the, in this new world and its, and, and its colonial legacy. Uh, and all of that n very nasty thing that happened two centuries ago that we sure. still carry carry on. Um, I looked at it strictly on Haiti at the beginning. I'm looking. I've looked at it, you know, like on a general level, and I've realized that, you know, like it's something that is is. I mean, basically about the human condition. You know, I mean, some people like to abuse others. You know, sure. so you know, I mean, like wherever they are, that's what that's what you know, like we. we I mean, humans do best, you know, but yes. at the same time, one has to, you know, like figure out, you know, like ways to live with one another. And I think art is, uh, is one way of, you know, like of, of looking at this, trying to understand it and pointing the fingers at where there are gross inequalities and stuff like that. So you said a comment a minute ago about throwing the ball. Once you've thrown the ball in terms of like making something. And I'm curious about when I walked in here today and, and the person you're working with came out and he had gloves on and I thought, oh, he's in the middle of something. Like I'm breaking this, this chain of concentration required to, to what you're, for what you're working on. What is your routine for working? Is this something that you do every day or is it in spurts? It's daily. Daily. And, uh, daily. And it's, uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's getting obsessive yeah, I was going to say it's an obsession. It's an obsession. And, uh, and as one gets, you know, like, uh, I mean, apart from the creative part of it, I mean, there is still, you know, like the, the daily, I mean, I'm responsible for you. I mean, you said I have my assistant. I have to yeah. make sure that he gets paid. Sure. I have to be, make sure that things get paid. So, I mean, there is that side of the thing, too. So, I mean, you know, like one cannot dissociate all of this, you know, like from one's daily routines. And um, to believe, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I get excited by doing research or by trying new things sure. and stuff like that. So it's not, you know, I mean, I, I don't pretend to have divine uh, 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 inspiration and stuff like that, which seems to be, you know, like a lot of a lot of artists. And I'm delighted to hear that some of them can can do that. But sure. it has not been my not your thing. Give, yeah, yeah, no, it's not been given to me. <laughs> that would be nice. A little that would be you know, nice. A little I mean, divine inspiration, a little side order. Exactly. So you've had a direct relationship. You were born in Haiti, but you, your career for 30 years has had a real direct relationship with Haiti. Is there a way for you in, in a relative nutshell to sort of describe the, the essence of that? Well, it's a, it's a, um, I mean, I live in a country which, uh, which is part of, uh, I mean, even though, you know, like one might think uh, uh, it's a very traditional, I mean, old, you know, like archaic. And, so, and I think that, you know, Haiti, I mean, has, has had a place uh, 
a square front and center, you know, like in, in creating the modern world, you know, I mean, first black republic, first this, first that. It's, uh, it, it, I've always been very curious about that. So, I mean, in, in looking at it, trying to understand what, what it was and what went wrong, probably, I mean, you know, like I've discovered, you know, like so many things. I mean, I discovered Europe, I've discovered Africa, I've discovered the new, and one has to, you know, like figure it out to make sure that sure. one understands, you know, like all the, the intricacies of, of these relationships between continents, between politics, between nations, between cultures, between all of that. So, you know, like it's, uh, it's a lot of baggage to, to, to carry. Absolutely. And uh, one has to decipher it and put it on uh, and try to, Make, make interesting points of it, you understand? And that's what we are all here to do, to figure it out. My first experience with Haiti is something that we're gonna talk about in a minute, mm -hmm. which was finding Maggie's book, Dancing mm. on Fire, when I was in first semester of photo school in college, and seeing this and sort of being too excited to really comprehend what it was, but knowing that that was the direction I wanted to go. So the themes of your work in the, have dealt on things, pretty heavy topics. There's been things, war and exile and violence, et cetera. And I'm wondering about how you feel about the artist as a, has a social responsibility. Does the artist have a responsibility to engage with these things? Well, absolutely. One cannot pretend to live in a vacuum, One, especially, you know, like living in a country like Haiti where the disparities are, are so glaring and so jarring. Uh, I mean, that's how, that's how I met Maggie, who's a dear, dear friend. And we've been uh, good friends for a long, long time. And we are, as a matter of fact, doing a major project right now, which will be presented this summer at the Fort Lauderdale Museum. We are looking at the history of photography, you know, like uh, in, uh, for Haiti. But I mean, it's, some, it's an exercise that could be done for each island or for each nation. And how did that come about? Well, I mean, my, my point of view is that we've been under the lens, you know, like uh, many, many times. And I wanted to see if there was a difference between, you know, like how Haitian photographers perceive themselves and how the international, you know, mm. like, uh, uh, you know, like uh, the community. community, you know, like looks at Haiti. And uh, it's been, you know, like it's an exercise where, you know, like we're, we're taking, you know, like comparative notes between photographers that visited the islands and, I mean, since the inception of photography, uh, I mean, one can say at this point that, you know, like photography uh, per se as, as, as a medium and has, how it's been seen for the last two centuries has, I mean, changed drastically with the accessibility of technology to everyone. So, you know, like, so... Well, that was, it's actually interesting you bring that up because when the Haiti earthquake happened, uh -huh. uh, because of its proximity to the United States, the photo community went through, the, I would say the documentary or journalism community, went through kind of a mini revolution because so many people were able to descend on that story, some of whom were people that legitimately had a reason to be there, and others because it was just a quick story that they thought, this is very dramatic, I'll go down. And you started to hear things like war porn, and there were some big photo contests where the judges said, we're not going to award anything because it's just too much of this going on. And I think that that's, you know, I, I think it's a great project to look at the, the dichotomy of how the outside world views you versus how exactly, you yourself. Exactly, exactly. So, um, I mean, I hope that I, I, don't, I don't know yet what, what will be the outcome of, of, of such an exercise, but it's something that, you know, uh, it's giving the other, you know, like, I mean, uh, 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 an access to, you know, like to, to, to discuss how they are viewed. You understand? And uh, if, 
a lot of countries, you know, I mean, because of the disparities in this world, you know, like north, south, you know, like east, west and stuff like that, certain, you know, like, I mean, nations have been, you know, like uh, visually plundered uh, without having any control or, you know, like a, um, say in, in how they're perceived and how they're seen. And uh, I mean, it's, uh, the whole thing of uh, ethnographic studies and stuff like that. I mean, you know, like you don't really get to understand, you know, like, I mean, it's, uh, the camera comes, you know, like you take a picture of, of some native, you know, like yeah. a, a quote unquote. And uh, I mean, to ask them, you know, like what they thought, you know, and, and, and how they thought, you know, like, did you give them the picture? It's, it's a very complex kind of thing. And, and hopefully, you know, like people with an exhibit like that will get to understand that, you know, like, I mean, you know, like pointing the camera at somebody else mm -hmm. can, I mean, you know, like there's some, you were talking about responsibility. Sure. How do you, how do you do it? You know, like with some sort of respect and, and, and. You just used a really interesting expression, which I think is actually, oddly enough, relates to my next question, visually plunder. And I, I'm curious about Haiti pre-earthquake, post-earthquake, in terms of art. Has art changed in Haiti due to that, or due to the visual plundering, because suddenly it was in the front page news of world, world news for weeks and weeks? Well, I don't know if that particularly. I mean, Haiti is a very visual country because, you know, like, first of all, the, 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 even though, you know, like, I mean, for the Caribbean, I mean, our literary production is one of the most uh, extraordinary. But, I mean, due to the fact that the large number of Haitians you know, like, do not have, you know, like, proper education and stuff like that, and the, the fact that the, the Creole language and stuff like that, Haiti has had a very, um, um, quite an extraordinary uh, uh, visual culture that, you know, like, uh, has permeated, you know, like, over time. Uh, Haiti has always had, you know, like, a production that really looked very critically at, at itself and uh, which was not picked up internationally. For example, you know, like the first generation of these artists were carefully selected for the, 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 the quality of the, the material to be shipped out and sent to the, to the world. Okay. But now, you know, like, I mean, this has been broken down, uh, this kind of selective, you know, like projects, you know, like okay. uh, have, you know, like gone to the wayside. So, I mean, there's much more raw production in, in Haiti right now. But to say that this is due to the to the to the to the earthquake, yes, it is might be. But there was always a very dark, you know, like production in uh, uh, in Haiti. It's not all beautiful colors and stuff like that, sure, sure, you know, sure. which was very appreciated in the fifties. Right now, you know, like I mean, there's a show that's uh, up right now in Paris, and um, I mean, like the biggest piece in the show is a is a twenty five feet tall, you know, like Baron Samedi, which is the god of death. You know, so, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's uh, and, and done with recuperated material from broken things after the earthquake. Yes, I've seen a couple of pieces about that. Of, yeah, uh, in, so. in fact, sort of people being inspired by the rubble in some exactly. weird way and saying, let's make something beautiful. Absolutely. Me. So after all these years of doing this work and making piece after piece after piece, does does it feel the same to you to make work today as it did all those years ago? Um, yes, I mean, to me, it's like, it's my life story. So, I mean, until I drop, I mean, as Goya said, you know. <laughs> That's good. Just Hasta work la muerte, you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> work until you pop. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, what more can one do? I mean, I would not know what to do with myself, so. 
Well, you've obviously done more than just your own work because when you moved here, Miami wanted to turn this place into a park and you stayed and they've made other plans. And in part of what came out of that was the cultural center here. So can you tell me a little bit about well, I mean, you know, like, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, uh, I mean, this city has, a, a, I mean, it has an interest in promoting itself and into creating a cultural side to its uh, uh, sea, sun, and beaches kind of. Uh, uh, yeah, it's I mean, the, the standard package. The standard package. I mean, so they, they've, I mean, and also they don't have major industry to support, you know, like, uh, uh, apart from the tourist industry. So I mean, they they've realized that you know, like to 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 make sure that the city becomes um, interesting at at other levels, that you know, like museums have to be created, universities have to be supported, sure. and stuff like that. So I mean, it has become you know, like quite uh, square and center, one of the major you know, like and most attractive uh, uh, cultural uh, venues in the United States right now. Absolutely, and, yeah. there's more more talk about Miami, I think, than just about anywhere. Than anywhere, yeah. so. I mean, they, they should be, uh, credit should be given to them, and uh, and to f to show you that their interest in that, I mean, expands to all types of, of communities, even to the Haitian community. I mean, to the to a neighborhood which is, uh, uh, I mean, totally not set as a Haitian neighborhood, but still, I mean, to create a center and uh, give it a, the appellation of Little Haiti Cultural Center. I mean, I find it quite extraordinary. So, uh, I mean, it's a beautiful uh, structure, it's uh, very well appointed, I mean, the things happen here. We try to, you know, I mean, we have tried to do things, you know, like to make sure that it not only serves the community, but serves the, the Caribbean community at large. Because, I mean, you know, Haiti is not the only one the there. Only, sure. You know, I mean, the, of course, you have the Cubans here, which are very well established and stuff like that. But there's the rest of the Caribbean. I mean, we have more than 100, you know, like nations there or islands or whatever. Right. I mean, and each one of them has, you know, like their own issues and stuff like that. So uh, to try to create, you know, like uh, uh, a regional center was always my aim. You understand? I mean, they do it well for the neighborhood because that's what it was built for. Sure. But once in a while, you know, like one has to be slightly generous and, you know, like <laughs> invite other communities. Of course. And make sure that things happen, you know, like for everyone here. So basically that's what it was. So one of the things I love to talk to my artist friends about is where you look to find, not inspiration is not the right word, but fuel. So I love to know what people read, what they listen to. Where, does, where do you get your fuel from? Well, I, I read a lot. I mean, and I'm all a very, uh, a, I mean, if you look, I have a huge library, I mean, which is more of a reference library that I've read every, and, and I'm interested in every culture in the world. You understand? I mean, past, you know, like present, future, and from every corner of the globe. And I've realized that, you know, like, I mean, how we evolve, you know, like, and how we document how we evolve is very important. Uh, yeah, and I think that's a very important thing to be aware of. of and uh, yeah, of course, you know, like people like you are docu making documentaries are very important in that kind of, you know, like... Thank uh, you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, that, was a, that was a good plug. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a very important thing, I mean, to be documenting whatever, and it, it all adds up to, you know, like to knowledge, and, and knowledge is, uh, is what is mostly lacking, in, even though there's a lot of it around. Is there an author or another artist that you could just share as one of your sort of fallback positions? Oh, there's so many. Um, who do I really, who am I reading right now? 
Um, I'm reading El Doctoro. I mean, it's just, I mean, it, I mean, this, it's, they're just like paintings, you know? You know, when you read a book, you know, I mean, and you get a whole, I, I mean, not only the, about the person, but I mean, whatever the story they are, I mean, yeah. the way they concocted it or they studied it or they, that they're presenting it, that sometimes it just opens your, 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 your vision to, to either a period to, you know, like, or to a, pro a problem and uh, and make you feel, you know like i mean and you 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 get to you know like to feel what you know like the what's going on you understand sure. in a much i mean and the better the writer the better it is you understand it, so it's a, it's a very important thing for people i mean I, yes people have to read yes <laughs> yes i think it's critical i think music uh, music and literature i think are two things that are incredibly inspiring and it Absolutely. Seems that there's a lot of consistencies within the arts in those in those fields is there anything that you don't have that you really want or really need? <laughs> Listen, you know, what's the first law of, of economics, you know? There's immense need and very few resources. Yes. Well, you know, like, let's apply this to anything. And you'll see. I, I think I'll give, I've given you the answer to my question. That's it. I mean, maybe have uh, time, you know, if I wish there were, you know, like time was organized differently. Sure. You know, that you don't need to sleep, I guess. <laughs> yeah, if we could just figure out a way around that. Yeah, anyways. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to well, talk was, with us. Yeah, that was well, I hope it was, it was interesting for your public and stuff like that. It's so. great, it's great. I really appreciate it, and uh, hopefully I can stop back someday down the road and Anytime. do a follow-up. Thank All you. All right, <laughs> thank you.